What's up? Hi, guys. Sort of details. All right, y'all. We're back. We're back, y'all. We're back, y'all. Yo, back off the heat of that last ep. Two two eps back to back where people were like, this might be your finest effort. It's only downhill from here. (laughs) It's really, truly is. That food app blew everyone's mind. That's like number one hit worldwide. I mean, it was like shattering records (laughs) in China and Russia. Records. We won a Grammy. Yeah, we e got it with that shit for sure. <laughs> and then we did the July Fourth, the old school Garth Brooks up, which blew people's minds because they were like, uh, "Y'all were talking about this like five years ago, mm-hmm. before there was even a sort of details." And it's kind of the or it's like the origin story of sort of details. Also, really. I want to tell, I want to express how I got support for my theories. Oh. I had some people backing me up. Saying they also think Garth Brooks <laughs> is secretly punk. So I just want to <laughs> say thank you for that, everyone. I mean, God who knows if I everyone. came down on the wrong side of history on that one. I don't even remember. Like, here's the funny thing about that. I remember, well, obviously, we were very fevered in our discussion. And I was kind of thinking, what was my original point? That he didn't want to hide himself from his parents? Yes. <laughs> And so that's but we okay so we've been out of town for like two straight months so that's why we had to drop that old f on you so now we're back this is the new hotness fresh this is fresh shit very fresh july 2018 we back we are back um so what's been going on with you went to england for a month for real yeah okay and that was fun how about you (laughs) you don't have any details Share. No, I just had a real good time. Okay. Started. I went on some dates. Oh, you went on some dates, huh? Yes. Hmm. Did you go on a really successful one? Many. <laughs> Many. <laughs> I have a boyfriend now. I'm excited. Okay. Because you here you were, yeah, flapping those gums, talking about how how it was never going to happen and look what happened when you least expect it <laughs> it's true i don't have an explanation for it it happened it, it was your under the tuscan sun moment except it wasn't in italy it was in a much colder in northern I did place some eat pray love shit it was your eat pray love year holy my fuck eat, pray, love shit so uh are we going to talk about him what's his what's his name his name is martin cool (laughs) what else he used to be in a band what band he was at one point the lead singer of gene shit it's heavy heavy. we might have listened to him a lot when we were in high school that's fucking yeah yeah it's some real full circle shit it is truly full circle shit but you know what kind of like the raddest thing ever right Cause it's He's like, really oh, you know, great. it's like a, who, like, you never know. Life is, life is so strange. Destination unknown. 
He's really great. He's a silver fox. That he is. He has entirely gray hair, which I think is super hot. Who doesn't? Yeah. You'd be a dead person to not think that gray hair was yeah. attractive. So um, that's what happened in England. So um, is am I going to meet him? What's going on? You're going to meet him in a few weeks. You can come All visit right. me at the end of my tour. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is that is happening. Yeah. Also, what's happening on our what on your tour is that we're going to get together, right? We're going to do a live Sorted Beats in Atlanta, Georgia, our hometown, July 23rd, Highland Ballroom. Earlier today, we were trying to decide on the format, and we have yet <laughs> to do that. We don't know if we're going to pick the topics, if we're going to just let the audience pick the topics, if we're just going to do like an Atlanta-specific episode where we just tell stories about all the wild shit we did growing up in Atlanta and living together and blah, blah, blah. We don't know. But we will be there. Jen O'Neill will be doing stand-up, as will Chip Pope. That's so awesome. It's all fam. That's what I love it's about it. It's fam, yeah. There's not a stinker in the bunch. Yeah, and then it'll just be you and I talking shit for like an hour. Oh, God. It'll be fun. I'm terrified. It's going to be fun as hell. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. How about you, Italy? Went to Italy. Yeah. Had... Went went under the Tuscan sun. Yeah, actually literally. drove under it. It was exciting. Um, no, it was cool, man. Um, I w- well, my f- my dad's family is from Italy, so we went there to visit family, and I drove. Well, I guess this is a flex, just to keep this in mind. But I, this is a flex. I drove through Italy twice. I admire that so much. I'm literally, never- the like through Italy. In all of the times I've been to England, I cannot imagine driving. I'd be so terrified. It, it was in a tiny-ass car with a stick shift, which is like, thank God my dad taught me how to drive a stick shift when I was 15 years old because that came in handy. But at one point, I drove through the mountains at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. I drove through Rome, which was terrifying. So I feel like – I just feel like that's an accomplishment. Yeah, that rules. Because Italian – like, here's – let me just put it to you this way. Driving in Italy, especially in Rome and especially in like the towns that I, like in Bari where my dad's from where we visited, made me come back to LA and go, everybody's driving super slow and weird. Right. That's how like people, you know, obviously there's always this big stereotype, which is actually true that everybody in LA drives crazy. It's like 20 times worse in Italy. Oh yeah, for sure. Like people have and no European roads are so much more narrow. Oh my god, driving down like streets in Rome is like terrifying. Yeah, and that's why no no one drives SUVs there because they can't fucking fit. You can yeah. literally not fit on the street. Yeah, so everybody drives like little Fiats and these like little you know baby cars, and people are just nuts. They don't. No one wears seatbelts. My my dad's cousin who was a police officer, never wore a seatbelt in his own car. I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And, you know, people just pass you. They lay on the horn with no hesitation. It's, like, crazy. So that all that happened. Then I, I came back to America, and apparently, as I was on the plane back from Italy, it was an 11-hour flight. That's just coming back to the East Coast. I had to fly another four and a half five hours to LA right I'm like perusing the in-flight television shows because I'm like oh here we go what am I gonna fucking watch into the top and I started watching this television show right 
called Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I know. Because you texted me. And you're like, I'm into this now. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I'm I don't. into this now. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. So you're going to have to, we're going to have to talk about it now. First of all, I had no idea what it was. Because, first of all, I thought Vanderpump Rules was the name <laughs> of like a, I thought it was like a National Lampoon's Vanderpump Rules. Isn't that the, like something like that? Van Wilder. Oh, it's <laughs> National Lampoon's Vanderpump Rules, starring you thought it was like a college movie, starring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you thought it was like a frat movie. Yeah, it was like a national. It was like I thought it was literally like a fraternity meatballs comedy movie that was somehow tied to the National Lampoon's franchise. Okay. Slash, I could have sworn we went to high school with a guy named Todd Vanderpump. Is that true? That's not. True. Okay, that's not true. Okay. I think that's from another movie. So is there a, a movie where a character's name is Todd Vanderpump? Isn't that the, like, um, fuck, what was that movie with Reese Wither- Witherspoon and uh, the Dangerous Liaisons? T- Cruel Intentions. Isn't Todd Vanderpump in Cruel Intentions? <laughs> or is it just a generic name for a dick like from a, a dick, high school yeah, movie? Yeah, like from a private school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, God, fucking Todd Vanderpump again. Yeah. And his stupid friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're such assholes. So anyway, for the longest time, I had no idea what that was, okay? But I have to also say... So you... The menu comes up on the... There was nothing else that caught your attention. You were just like, I'm going to click on Vanderpump Rules. Well, the only reason why I decided to watch it was that I had heard of it. Like, I just had heard of the show... And I, I think I was getting it confused with, because I thought it was going to be like a bunch of like jock guys or something. Right. I was like, oh, it's going to be like a bunch of frat, ex-frat guys or whatever. Right. So I'd heard it that I knew that Vanderpump Rules was a show, but I didn't know that it was about anything that it was about. Okay. Let's just put it to you. So I, I had, for some reason, had, had in my no mind. no idea what to expect. No idea what to expect. Okay. So I quickly, I quickly realized that it's a reality show. Okay. I haven't seen a reality television show in like 20 years. Okay, but also, since you're watching on a plane, then you're not in order. Like, you're dipping in in the middle of. It's not like they had the whole season. No, no, no. It was just the most recent season. Okay. So, season six. Apparently, it's been on for six years. Okay, tell me the plot of it. I've never seen one frame. Tell me okay. the plot of it. The interesting thing about this show is that it's taking place in the neighborhood we're sitting in yes, right now. Yes, I do know that because I, I only know about this because <laughs> my mom is obsessed with going to her restaurant and the times that I've tried to be like, mom, you when are you con- going to come visit me? Which is never. She's like, you know, whatever. When I do, we have to go eat it, sir. Sir. Yeah. So my mom's like, we got to go eat it, sir. And I was like, I don't, okay, what is that? I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and she got angry. She's like, how do you know? It's her restaurant. How do you not know what it is? And I'm like, I, I don't know what it is. It's like it's down the street from you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's happening in West Hollywood. Yeah. Here's the other thing too. So quickly, it is basically a spin-off show from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. A show I've never seen one minute of in my entire life. I've actually never seen any of The Real Housewives shows. Okay, I, I have seen that one only because when I worked at Chelsea lately, okay. we used to, like in the morning meetings, we had to watch clips of like whatever everyone was tooling on that day because so we could like write sketches or whatever, whatever. So I did see Real Housewives clips because it would be a situation where it's like we got to watch this so we can write jokes about it so do you know who lisa vanderpump like is? i yeah like i vaguely know who she is from the real housewives okay 
So it, it's basically the matriarch of these restaurants is this woman, Lisa Vanderpump, who was on Real Housewives of Orange County. No, Beverly Hills. Never seen any of those shows, right? So she's this British lady in her 50s yeah. or 60s. She's yeah. married to an she's older married British guy. She's married to a guy, guy who looks like... He looks like one of Herman's Hermits or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like aged. He looks like yeah. Peter Noon aged, yeah. right? So they're both like restaurateurs in L.A., so they own a few restaurants. One of them is called Villa Rosa, I think. It's in Beverly Hills. The second one is called Sir, which is the one your mom is dying to go to. The third one, <laughs> your mom is jocking hard to go to Sir. She's like, I'm about to do a spit take because I'm anticipating the name of the third one. The third one is simply called Pump, which... How is that legal? How is that fucking how legal? How legal to call something Pump? Okay, first of all, L.A. is the... Like, I swear to God, I've never seen more stupid-ass names for <laughs> businesses as I have. But it's Wait, a, it's a restaurant? It's a restaurant. You eat food in a building called Pump? Pump. Okay. Uh, first of all, I thought on, this food I thought on some shit was bad. There's a store called On Some Shit in LA, in, on Melrose. Yeah, on Melrose. And I genuinely was like, how is that legal? That brought out my most... We say fuck every other word, but I saw a sign that said <laughs> On Some Shit, and I'm like, you can't do that. Oh, I know. That's that brought out my inner mom, and I'm like, you can't do that. Well, that's what I'm saying is that like we're we're both from the South, which we're products of like total like rules and regulations yes. when it comes and to shit like that. So that. I'm like on some shit. So, <laughs> well, by the way, I don't know. I know people who don't live in LA probably don't understand this, but basically, like, pump is on the corner of the gayest fucking neighborhood in america perhaps it's on the corner of santa monica and robertson which is like the gayest part of west hollywood let alone la let alone california how but a building where you are eating food why is it called pump it's like pump (laughs) (laughs) so is it like a what kind of food does I don't serve? know. Okay, I thought it was a gay bar. Of course it's a gay bar. It's called Pump. I know, because I was going, I was, my friend Farzad and I. Is it spelled creatively or no, something? No, no, it's it just Pump. <laughs> and it, it's like written in this like robe. It's almost like a, it looks like it's the, like the font, font is in this like really severe, brutalist steel so it yeah, looks so it's like a leather bar. It, yeah, it basically is like where guys are getting fisted in the ass. This is what I assumed it was. But no, you can go have dinner. You can eat like goat cheese appetizers there. So my friend Farzad and I were we go. There's a taco place across the street yeah. called Gasados that I eat at constantly. every Saturday. Yeah. and we go to Salt and Straw, which is the delicious ice cream place. Literally, if you're sitting outside of a Salt and Straw, you are looking at Pump. <laughs> And I'm like, we used to joke about it. We were like, hey, you want to go uh, have Mother's Day brunch at Pump, the fucking gay bar? You know, and we were like laughing about it because we were like, who goes to a restaurant called like, Pump? only Tom of Finland dudes would I know. We were expecting like, it was like the Eagle. We were yeah. like, oh, it's yeah, it's yeah. definitely like for bears only. Like Harry Leatherdust. Yeah, no yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that this is some reality television show restaurant i was like that's fucking crazy so now i know what pump is and it's based <laughs> off of like lisa vanderpump i'm right? never not gonna laugh when you say pump i just can't because it's like you're right depend like imagine being like honey it's our anniversary i made reservations at pump 
Our rehearsal dinner is at Pump. Please RSVP at Pump. And the weirdest fucking part about it is that if you actually peer into there, it has like, it looks like. Please tell me they have like country tablecloths, <laughs> like checkers, yeah, it's like and like geese on the table. <laughs> There's an old time checkerboard on a uh, wooden barrel where okay. Grandpa and his fucking grandson are playing checkers. Back no. in my day, <laughs> we used to go to pump <laughs> and win a wood on the rocking chairs for the pump. We went down to the old Tamil grocery store. And it's pump. written in that like swinging door saloon font. The <laughs> pump is. Oh my god. Okay. 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 But pump if you look restaurant. in there, it's like I was thinking. Okay, it isn't like the. It isn't the set from Demolition Man right. and gay dudes working out. It's not the <laughs> Express Yourself video Madonna style. When with I was expecting guys with grease running down their muscles and stuff. It's like yeah. nobody looks like Vincent D'Onofrio from Adventures in Babysitting yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. flexing while like yeah. getting a beach. It's yeah. like a fucking fancy little like it's totally designed with like pink curtains and like like sconces and shit. It's like basically a fancy country mom's dream. Wait, did you go there yet since you've been watching the show? Are you like, now I want to eat there? Have you eaten there yet? Here's the thing. I don't think I could because, of course, now that I'm watching the show, I'm like, okay, to get back to the original point about the plot of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically about, it starts being about, it's initially about Sir, but then it becomes about Pump (laughs) 2. And it's basically so all. They own, those are the two restaurants they own. Yes. Okay. They own, I think, technically now four because now there's a bar that's opening up two doors down that's based off of two of the people on the show. It's like what's really that going to be called? Tom Tom. Okay. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So basically, you're already a scholar. You watched it on a plane, and now you're like this deep. Okay. I don't know. Apparently, if you're a fan of the show, you're called a pump head. That's not true. <laughs> No. I think it's colloquial. Like oh, I you sorry, know I keep interrupting you. I need no, to know no. the plot. Tell me the plot. I don't they know if I'm a fuck I don't know if I'm a fucking pump head or not. I really don't know. But I will say that I've seen two entire seasons. And it's really where I've seen the entire sixth season, which is the one I saw on the plane, and then I for some reason I went back and watched the third season. Okay. So I watched two seasons of this reality television show. Right. In the weirdest order. So it went from season six to season three. Right. So basically the entire show is ba- is based around like the people that work at the her restaurant. So it's basically wait like servers, bartenders, and all the other accoutrements and from restaurants. Thing, it's like everyone's fucking each other and all, everyone's yes. fighting. And Imagine, yeah. remember when you worked at Poe Folks? Imagine if they made a, a reality show about everybody who works at Poe Folks. Okay. But it'd be so boring. <laughs> I know. I worked in restaurants forever, like for up until I basically got my job at TCM. Right. Working in restaurants is like being on another planet. If you have like a nine to five job, like basically working in restaurants is like the other side of the coin. So when you when you work a nine to five job, every when you're sleeping, everybody else is working. That's what restaurant life is. And it's like everybody's doing drugs. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's dating each other. So imagine that scenario. Right. The added thing is that apparently Sir is known for having, like, the hottest people work there. 
Because L.A. restaurants are like yes, it's already Because it's all people that are like acting and modeling during the day yeah. and then working at night. And any other place in a fucking America, your aunt Nancy can work at a restaurant and yes. be a, yes. a server. Yes. In L.A., you have to have like. You have to be impossibly hot. You have to have a headshot. They don't even give a fuck if you have experience. You just right. have to be attractive. Right. Because, and it's like obviously like everybody that works in restaurants is an aspiring DJ yes. or an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the whole thing about Sir is that they kind of like kick it up a notch and say, well, our waitstaff is super hot. We're going to put him in all these like real like skimpy ass clothes. Really? Yeah. We're going to make everybody like get tan. So apparently they're known for that or whatever. Okay. But also the fact that all these people are, are aspiring actors and models. All the guys are models, which I think is so corny. It makes it just makes me laugh so hard. But I have a soft spot for that, too. Like, I love... So it's all muscle dudes and all bikini models that are the waiters and waitresses at this at these places. Pretty, pretty much. Okay. And then, the from what I've gathered in two seasons, literally the only thing that's happening is that everyone's dating each other, okay. everyone's cheating on each other, and then the entire show is basically people playing telephone with each other going, I heard... That this character slept with this person. And then that person goes back to the person and says, where did you hear that from? And then they're like, I heard it from this person. And then the, uh, and then the first person confronts that person and says, why did you say that? <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, then, what the fuck, dude? And that's the entire fucking show. Okay. Nothing is happening besides that. Right, I'm not right, kidding. Right. Which is pretty much every reality show. Uh, but this is the thing that I was saying earlier. I I have not watched a reality television show in like twenty years. Well, what? And this is zero judgment, by the way. I watch a ton of trash. Like, what is it about this that hooked you? Honestly, I think it's because I'm like, oh, they're in our neighborhood, so right. everything that they fucking do is it. Like, they go to all the restaurants in our. And I'm like, oh my god, I know where that place is. Okay, the other appeal of it is that. And I, and I don't think this about, th- and I hate that I think this because it seems like it's not, it doesn't seem feminist. I don't want to appear like I'm being like, but like the men are kind of like the most lovable dum-dums. In fact, there's really kind of two guys on the show that I think are just kind of these love lovable dipshits. They're the Toms. Okay. That's who the Tom, like, so basically there's two guys on the show named Tom. Right. Tom Schwartz. And Tom San- Sandoval, I think those are the two guys. Okay. They're like BFF models. They're both models. Of course. And they're roommates. They're former roommates and BFFs. And they're just kind of like these hot dipshits that like kind of hang out together. And they're kind of like, you know, like hot and non-threatening. They kind of like, they both kind of have this. Like, do they seem nice? I guess. And some certain people will say that they're trash. Like, because everybody on the show cheats on everybody and everyone has got no morality, which I'm like, okay, whatever. For some reason, I just really like them. I just think that they're, like, kind of funny. And, like, you know, they're not, like, maybe the brightest bulbs in the world, but they're not. They kind of appear to be, like, norms for the most part. Right. Um, Tom Sandoval is the dark-haired guy. He's definitely like, you know, hot dude with the abs and like the fucking 
beauty routine. Like, he's definitely, right. like, a manscaper type. Right. Which I have a fucking soft spot for. Like, I love a fucking Channing Tatum type, as right. you know. Of course, of course. Same. same. I, like, all day, every day, I love, so like... So you think both of these dudes are kind of Channy Tates? One of them is and one of them isn't. So okay. Sandoval is definitely more of a Channy Tates. Okay. Like, you're you're kind of like, okay, that guy's, like, been super hot his entire life. He's always been a male model. Maybe he kissed a dude for money once. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't take himself too seriously. I mean, he takes himself seriously to a point, and then he's like, I'm a fucking idiot that exfoliates every day. Right. 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 The other Tom, the other Tom, frankly, is a guy that I've been like, a type of guy that I've been like, foolishly, dangerously in love with my entire life. Okay. And it is the, it is the little lost puppy dog slash blackout drunk. Okay. That is, that, I have always gravitated towards those types my entire life. I recognize this about myself and I never want to go back there, but like, he's this like, cute, sweet, dopey dude who like, is constantly getting blackout drunk and not remembering constantly. Things. <laughs> Quite frankly, well, then how does yes. he work? Like, I don't think drunk on the job. Well, here's the thing: I don't think he works there, and I don't really know if he's ever worked there because I haven't watched like the first season. I think he was kind of like an ancillary character. Like I think he was the roommate of the Sandoval, okay. the other Tom. So the other guy does work there. The other guy's a bartender there. Okay. Yeah. So that guy is kind of like his BFF. That just is grandfathered into the crew. Right. Right? And he dates one of the servers at the sh- on the show. Okay. But, like, together, they're just kind of like, these two guys named Tom who are both models, and they're just kind of like goofballs. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I can't help but like that. What do you think is the average age of these people, this cast? Oh, they're, like, in their, th- like, mid to late 30s. Oh. Okay. That's the other part. Is I that thought you were going to say the like mid to late or mid 20s. Well, I think when they first started it was. Okay. But now these bitches are old. Okay. Like so like one of the guys on the show, the one arguably the star of the show is this guy named Jax who's kind of like a like a fucking beefcake. He's like a beefcake playboy. Right. That's all you need to know. Okay. From Florida. Again, oh, well, he oh, okay. he's a Channy Tatum, Tatum type to a T. Okay. Like you're definitely feeling m- Magic Mike vibes off this guy, okay. right? He's like forty. I think he's our. He's like our age. Okay. So these are not like young, hot. I mean, there's a couple of people on the staff slash cast that are like in their early twenties, but for the most part, most of these people are in their thirties, mid thirties. Okay. So th- I guess that's kind of another part of it too, which I'm kind of like, all right, well. They're like aging Hollywood people, which I find very fascinating, obviously, because I'm like, fucking, so you is know. It then they work <laughs> at these restaurants, but then they're also on the show. So are they also trying? Are they also trying to be actors and whatever? I guess. Oh yeah. So they're like models slash bartenders slash reality stars. Right, and see, that's I, I think what's weird about the show is that they present this idea that these people are still like working. As waitresses and waiters, right. which I'm kind of like, nah, they're on a reality show. They're not working like, at the restaurant. Like, do you think they're still, like, clocking in and out? I don't think so. I, I mean, like, if we were to go eat there tonight, <laughs> would one of those people wait on you us? You think we could just, like, go cozy up to the bar pump and just see what's going on? But I'm just saying. You want a Postmates pump? <laughs> you want to get pump delivered? 
Psych. No, I'm just saying. No, but I'm saying if we any of those restaurants, like genuinely, if you think you're like, let's go have dinner there, would those people wait on us or would they be different people? <laughs> I honestly don't think so. Like, I, I don't know what how that works. Do they ever show in the show them like going to work? Oh, of course. Oh, OK. Like at least in the first like the third season, for sure. In the sixth season, it was kind of weird. Like how I was much is the main lady in it? How much is Vanderpump in it? She's in it a okay. lot. She's the one that kind of bounces in and out, you know. Right. Um, and she's like very invested in the personal lives of these people, which is kind of like, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, I, when I worked in restaurants, my boss didn't know who the fuck I was, and I was like, keep right. it that way. Much less was like, who are you dating? Right. Yeah. I mean, I I do, I do totally understand. There is a camaraderie between people who work together in restaurants. There's always is. I was always like really, I was always hanging out with people when I worked at. You well, know, right, because you close so late and all that kind of shit. Then you're just kind of like, hey, where do you want to go now? Yeah. yeah. And plus, I mean, working in restaurants is kind of like, it's always seen as a stepping stone to other things. And so the people that are working in these restaurants are probably like, I mean, they're not like thinking this is forever. Right. And so, but they're like, we're in the shit together. We ha- we're in customer service together. There's a, yes. there's a, <clears throat> yes, there's definitely war stories. Yes. That we share sure. from that. But I'm just saying that like, it's weird to me that I even ki- give two shits about watching it because honestly have not seen like the last time I saw a television, a reality television show was probably the real world yes. in the nineties. Not even yes. like maybe what is the episode with the guy that said, I miss your body kid. That's new Orleans. Yeah. I think that was the last time I saw a reality. It might've been that. No, because what came after, okay, you and I can go down this list because this is the golden age of like, it started when we were in high school and then when we lived together, I can tell you right now, top five real world moments. I can tell you that right now. But see, did you watch it up into a certain point? Because I, I think I watched up into Hawaii. I'll tell you, like, top five real world moments right now. Yeah. Tammy, boom. it wasn't not funny. You, tied. Tammy, it wasn't not funny. Tied with reality chick. Reality chick. <laughs> Her I'm a slave. I'm a slave. I'm a slave to you. Love it. it. I can't resist the theme. Yeah, yes. That, Tammy. So that these are in no order. I'm just yeah. memory. So that. I miss your body kid from New Orleans. Danny from New Orleans? New Orleans. New right? Orleans, I believe. Um, <laughs> come on, be my baby tonight. Dwee daba, dwee daba, Same seas. Yeah. That's ep- that perfect. is like perfect. Um, Colin in Hawaii saying, you're living vicariously through my cock and balls. <laughs> to that one guy who wanted to date whoever he was dating. And then, um, I mean, I guess it's got to be like Julie going, do you sell drugs? When Heather B's pager went off. Yeah. What do you, what's your top fives? I swear to God, I think it all comes from the first season. Because the thing about the, f- the first season of The Real World was that it was like it w- hit at that exact time that I like wanted to watch young alternative people hang out in New York. Right. So it was like Heather B. being obsessed with Larry Johnson yes. from The Hornets yes. and them, them going roller skating to yes. CeCe Peniston. Yes, yes, yes. It was when Julie and Eric went to that hip-hop dance class. Yeah. Um, it was Heather B was my favorite. Heather B rules. To this day, I think she's my favorite. I got all Glocks down on that CD <laughs> shelf. No shit, I have that CD. She's I, Heather B is like my favorite reality television show star. Totally, and she it was a, and I hate to even call her a star because she didn't even know what the fuck she was doing. Right, that's the thing that I think is so interesting. Well, that's because that's that's the realest that reality TV has ever or will ever be because none of those people knew what they were doing. They didn't know 
to be like posturing for the camera. Yeah. So I have three. Four was when they did the Jerry Brown mural. Yes. When Norm painted the Jerry Brown mural. And then the fifth one is when um, Becky and Kevin got into that fight and she was wearing that cat in the hat hat. And she was yes. basically like, and you're not moody, honey. That's like my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had such Suzanne Vega vibes. Oh, my God. She was totally Suzanne Vega out. Yes. And so that first season was like, I can remember every single fucking thing that happened. And then yeah. the second season was L.A. And then for, I watched San Francisco. I kind of watched the London one a little yeah, bit. a little bit. And then I I remember when that guy's tongue got bitten off. Yes. Yeah. And then I, re and I kind of didn't watch, was it? Boston? Yes, I remember Boston. And then I somehow got on Miami, got on um, Hawaii and New Orleans. Who, and was, there was, my, who was Miami? Uh, Miami was that, like, um, what's that woman, Flora? Was that her name? And I don't really remember they were, That was when they start. They worked at, like, that magazine, and there was, like. Yeah, I don't really remember that one. I watched a little bit I'm of that. I skipped that one. And then Seattle. Yeah. Which I watched a little bit of. So, but that's the thing is that that's kind of all I've watched. And then there was a moment, I think, when we lived together, maybe, when VH1 had these like one off amazing reality shows that only lasted for one season. Uh, the White Rapper Show, the first and foremost, MC Search, Your Lover, My Boyfriend. Yo, the to White Rapper day. Show ruled. Yo, let me move to Shamrock One, ATL. Remember John Brown? Who John was like, Brown. Uh, what did he call himself? It was the uh, suburb. It was like some suburban thing. Oh, there's a John. I got to find this online. There's a John Brown soundboard where he was like, cr I mean, it is like so perfect. He had the best. But it was something about the suburbs or like he, the suburban ghetto. It was like something like that. Hold on. I got to look it up. It's like. All right, John Brown, White Rapper Show totally ruled. The Pickup Artist ruled. We watched the shit out of the Pickup Artist. Oh yeah, the pick the the Pickup Artist, and then there was Tool Academy. Tool Academy, which completely ruled. We couldn't believe it was real. Oh my god, we Tool Hallelujah holla back. That was his. But what was his thing about the suburbs? Ghetto Revival. Ghetto Revival. That's what it was because everybody was like, you're not even from the ghetto. Yeah. Hall you, Hallelujah Holler Back was his yes, big thing. Yes. But Ghetto Revival, what do you think that that guy does right now? What Couldn't tell what you. What bank do you think that guy works in? He's either at a Wells Fargo or maybe a city. Well, that's the thing is that we... <laughs> Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Like, Masuflex from Tool Academy, <laughs> John Brown. Like, what are those? I feel like Masuflex is in the valley. What do they do for a living? Like, once you do that, like, you know, like, yeah, that John Brown guy after the white rapper show, and then that ends, and he, uh, you know, he doesn't win, and I guess he doesn't get a contract or whatever the prize is. Do you think he kept rapping, or do you think he was just like, okay, well, now I guess I'd just go get a job? I think there's, like, pretty much one job that you could possibly get after you've been on a reality show, and it's very rare to get. You could possibly be a DJ on SiriusXM. Is anybody <laughs> doing that? Any I think Rude Jude I think Rude Jude. Oh, right, he is, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... 
that's like kind of the best job unless because here's the thing now we're in the age of cardi b right so like cardi b is from a reality show right. and now she's like the most famous person in america so i feel like there could be a possibility that any person from vanderpump rules could be the new cardi b which sounds insane to me well, do those people on Vanderpump Rules, are they people that are trying to be, like, rappers or singers? Yeah, there's, like, at least a couple of them that are trying to be, like, musicians, which I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going to happen. So they're, like, hi, I'm a bartender slash waiter slash model slash musician yes, slash a lot of reality slash a lot star. of slash ambition. So it's weird because I'm, like, but, you know, I don't know. I You can also say about that Cardi B was just, like, an she was like a in a silo. She had like right. the perfect package in the t- right yes. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like people, white people on reality shows are like a dime a dozen at yeah. this point. But yeah. it's just interesting to me because I will say this: there was I'm not going to name names, but there is a fitness class that I take here in LA. Yeah, that is um the t- the class is taught by an ex real world cast member right it was a season that i did not watch so it was like after like 1998 basically right and he owns a gym you know yeah yeah i mean it's like and tra- i think he's a realtor too yeah the transition it's always fun i'm preoccupied with this as somebody who is wrapping up a career in comedy where I'm like the, it's interesting to think about the next step because well I guess there's for me I'm like okay if I'm going to go to an office and try to get a job now my resume is blank for the past like 10 years sure I've done comedy for 10 years so I'm just they're going to be like what's your experience and I'm going to go uh I told a lot of dick jokes for 10 years so if you go like I love the idea of like Trishel from the Las Vegas real world like going into an office and being like can I work here and then they're like what what have you been doing the last few years and she's like getting drunk on TV at the Palms <laughs> but and they're like you're hired like I don't understand but how you know that transition goes well that's what I'm saying but you know what's wild is that a lot of these people get paid to just like hang out at bars like a lot of these people but how long does that that can't last that many years afterward because then people you're already eclipsed by people from like vanderpump rules like we're at a like no one's gonna know who a real world person is now anymore right that's and that's what i think is the most interesting about it is that it just feels so those shows feel so femoral at this point that like you really could have only been at the beginning because all that shit that happened in the middle, I have no idea what any of those people do now. Like I've right. and, and nor do I. I mean, not that I care, but it's just that like, would you go to a bar or a place that like one of like eight people that was on a reality show was on from like fifteen or seventeen years ago? Like that to yeah. me seems so absurd, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but then again, there are people that will do that. Like, I do notice that like. A lot of, like, people that are in L.A., I always see signs for, like, bars and shit where, like, the, the lineups will be like, <clears throat> this person from this reality show, it doesn't have to be Vanderpump. Wait, it's like, you know. bar Where it's like, just come hang out at this bar and you'll meet this person? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this person. Like, you know, like, getting paid to, like, hang out at bars is a total thing. Like it's, Oh, so it's, it's like a party. Yeah, where they're like, come to this party because it's hosted by 
Yeah, and it's basically so you just so. sit in a room while they're around, I guess, which I think is so fucking weird. Yeah. Would you ever do that? I mean, I w- I'm trying to think of who I would do that for. Like, would it, What if it was... Would you do it for, like, Eric Neese? No! Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? But he also hosted The Grind. But I wouldn't... Here's the thing, plain truth. I wouldn't do it for Heather B. You wouldn't? <laughs> I'd do it for Heather I B. I wouldn't go to a bar simply because Heather B was there. Now, if I was going to have lunch with Heather B, that would be different. But, yeah, like, but to be... There, like, you'd presumably be able to talk to her. Yeah, but I don't like shit like that. I don't like to be in rooms with famous people for, like, like to me, it doesn't make, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me to, to uh, famous people don't even appeal to me. Let's just get serious. But, like, it's Well, they not don't, as, on the whole, they don't, for me, if I like who it is and I want to talk to them. But then it's, like, then you're getting into the weird thing of, like, paying a cover. Like, the idea that if I, just, if, if I saw Heather be in a bar... In Jens, I would go up and talk to her. I'd be like, oh, my God, Heather B., what's up, man? You're so cool. I really like but you. But she has a skill, too. She is. Like, if Heather yeah. B. was rapping, like, if Heather B. was, like, DJing, I'd be like, that would be fucking awesome. I'd, right, but I'd I'm taking a natural. Like, if I just happen to walk into a bar and she's there, then yes. But do I want to pay exactly. to do that? No, I'm not going to pay to do that. What, what, that's what I'm saying. And that's the thing about reality show stars. Unless they're doing other things like if they have a marketable skill like if they're like singing or if they're doing that's one thing but right. if you're literally just gonna like pay 40 50 bucks to go to a bar where like some person is what's just hanging example? out drinking what's give me an blackout example? drinking give me an example of who the person would be well i'm just saying like these fucking tom tom guys like if they're like out there putting themselves on a flyer they'd be like hey we're gonna be at this bar tonight you know like come through dudes $40 cover. You wouldn't do it? Even no. for the Toms? No, but I will say this. So, they're opening a bar. It's a, it's next to Pump. Oh, my God. It's, like, co-financed by Lisa Vanderpump and these Toms. It's called Tom Tom. It's supposed to open at some point. Are we going to go? Are we going to go opening night? No. I uh, First of all, they wouldn't let us in on opening night. Are you kidding? Well, I mean, are we going to go eventually? The only way I'd go, uh, the only way I'd go is honestly like five years from now when it's like about to close. Well, you give it five years, you're generous. Because that's the thing about Pump and Sir is it, from what I understand, they're basically like reality show Disneyland where like you go there because it's on a reality show. Yeah, of course, of course. And you pay overpriced Drink, you pay for overpriced right. drinks and food because you want to be in the place that's featured on a yes, TV and show. You, I assume want to, and for the chance that one of these people is going to wait on you, which is likely not going to happen because right. they're not servers anymore. Right. You know. So my my thing about Tom Tom, first of all, it's a bar, which is like I'll pretty much I can go to any bar. It's like going to a restaurant where I'm eating food. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to fuck with that. Right. If I had a, a quick and it'll dr- be way more expensive. Right. I could go and have some fucking stupid, like, you know, dry ice monster cocktail at this, like, reality show bar. Sure. Do I want to do it opening night? Hell no. Do I want to do it opening year? Probably not. Right. Like, let, let let the steam clear. Yeah. When it's completely lame, then I'll go. I kind of, I've never even seen this show, and now I'm like, kind of want to go with you just to see what these Toms are like in person. I mean, listen, uh, the, the Tom, like, people love 
and hate the Toms. I'm I'm a lover of the Toms. I just think that they're like, like to me, they are like this, like the total picture of like effortless hotness that just exists and they get to do whatever they want. They just like I get to be hot and funny, right? And dumb. And I there's I'm, I live a consequence free life. Well, so now are you into this show so much that you are keeping up with it? Are you watching new episodes? Well, the last season just ended. So apparently the what the season that I saw on the plane is the last season. Okay. And I think there was a, there's going to be a new one. I might have listened to two episodes of a podcast that was about Ooh. Vanderpump Rules. You are so deep. I f- I'm like treading dangerous water. Because there's a part you of- You are. Who are you? I don't know. I mean, it's really weird because I'm like, part of me is so deeply ashamed- that I'm like watching the show because truly when you watch it, if you if you sit and watch like sadly, I sat and watched like four or five episodes in a row. You're like you really do feel like your brain is corroding. Like you're just like, what is going on? Like, why are these people here? Like there are people in Syria that are like, but it's like you know, what is it that got you invested in the lives of these people? I don't know. I can't tell you. It's such an anomaly because I'm like, I've never even seen. I don't even know who Lisa Vanderpump is. <laughs> I honestly think it's because I was like, that pump bar. Like right, I was like, that pump bar. Just finding out that it's not a gay bar. I get it. I'd be into that too because I'm like, how is this not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically like I, I needed to confirm or deny like all of the thoughts that I had about it, that it was like a weird National Lampoon show. yeah. And then it wasn't a gay bar. And then, it did, like, I was in too deep. I don't know what happened. I love it. I love it. I'm not, this is not an endorsement. I'm not trying to get people to watch the show. I could care less if you like it or hate it. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying it's really weird because I'm like, I don't know how this happened. Truly. Now you're listening to podcasts about it. <laughs> I mean, that's next level, man. I've listened to two eps. Dude, two apps. And to dig deeper into the lives of these people. I might have paid two oh, not <laughs> shit. Okay. Tell me now. I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready to tell me there. complete that thought. I might have paid two dollars and ninety nine cents on iTunes to see a episode called Secrets Revealed. Vanderpump <laughs> Rule Secrets Revealed. <laughs> oh <my laughs> no, you did not say. You did not. Dude. Do that. Oh no. Did you get your secrets revealed? <laughs> did you find the out? The secrets were super shitty, by the way. Did you find out what you needed to know about the Toms? I know. Now I know one of the Toms doesn't like needles. <laughs> you paid for that information. Dude. You paid for that information. I must not care about $3 because I was like, fuck it. It was like taking a do- like $3 bills and just farting on them and like throwing them out the window. I don't know Why? I love those fucking you Toms. Paid to find out the secrets of pump. Do you think the Toms would be on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ask. They're right down the street. <laughs> we could just walk over there. They're building their own bar right now. <laughs> they're in there All like with a hammer and nails. The Toms like, would date us? No, <laughs> they're like married. They are. I thought you were saying they like fuck everybody. No, no, no. I think. Everyone fucks every. This is a different world than uh, than wait, our wait, world. How are they? They're married. One of them is married. Oh, okay. Schwartz. Tom Schwartz is married. I just thought you were saying they were like fucking all the waitresses at this place. Every, 
that's the general vibe. Everyone is like sleeping with everybody else. Right. That I'm, It's a different world. We don't understand this world because we didn't come from that world of models. Like, and hot models? Oh, I already told, I, speaking of Martin, we had this long conversation because I, we were, I was talking about that, like, the, how you are, if you were born hot and, like, grew up hot, you're just an alien race. Like, you don't know what life is like for normal people, and you never will. Yes. And how, I don't know what triggered, like, we were talking about that, I don't know, like, I saw some model, like, I just was like, it's such a weird they don't and i don't even think they know it like they think they're normal like they're just like yeah this is what life is like and it's i mean it's like the john ham character on 30 rock that's the exact where it's like oh no you think this is normal but you the rest of us who don't look like that we're the ones leading normal lives oh yeah the thing that i've learned about it from this show in particular is that hot people don't have any like they get to sleep with whoever they want yeah. at all times. So even when they have like the hottest girlfriends, they don't care. Right. Like like even the because hottest they're just like this is an average that yeah. It's like I remember there was a time when I worked at Domino's when like after high school for a bit and this one the super hot girl worked there and I got a speeding ticket on the way to work and she goes as if it was I was the dumbest person I was like, Oh I got a speeding ticket and she was like, What? And I'm like, Yeah, I got pulled over i got a speeding ticket and she just was like but you actually got a ticket and i'm like yeah what do you what do you mean and she's like you didn't just flirt with the cop oh my god but genuinely but was not being mean like was looking at me like you idiot why didn't you just do that and i went yeah i don't look like you that's not how it works i'm also like not white and beautiful like yeah i just was like uh because that's not how my life is and that wouldn't have worked and she's like oh yeah i've never gotten a ticket and i'm like yeah, that's a white ass privilege like, right there. But it, she was also, go- I was like, yeah, because you look like you. Exactly. But to her, she genuinely wasn't being mean. She just was like, oh yeah, isn't this just what you do? And I'm like, yeah, people like you, right, do that because they can. Right. It's like that's the thing is that I, I so infrequently go on dates and get a- I never get asked out, obviously. Right. But like that, any time in my twenties definitely in my 20s and even in my 30s when I got asked out and I was like holy shit yeah. like I can't even yes. and when I had a boyfriend even I was like I can't even talk to other dudes because yeah. this is my boyfriend yeah. like I like I would never do anything you know what I mean I'm not I yeah. never have a wandering we eye. We feel like lucky to have it. Exactly. I, I agree with you. Or I feel when the same we're just way. like forging deeper bonds yeah. whereas when like the, these people on the show are so attractive that the, like, and this is not just men. The women are doing it too. Yeah. Like where the women are just so attractive that they have a hot guy and then they just go fuck other hot guys because yeah. they're just like, well, whatever. Why wouldn't I That's do that? That's just life to them. They're just like, yeah, this is the same as breathing. Right. And maybe if it, maybe if it's not, who they are as people like maybe if they're these that's definitely the conceit of the show that's the thing is that even if these toms are like just super normal dudes the show is presenting all of these people as like we are the hottest people of all time and all we do is fuck everyone and we don't care we have no loyalty to each other yeah you know i mean i get yeah but i think that that's kind of a general thing with people again who were like born hot and were just hot their whole lives is that that's just normal to them right because they are just like, yeah, of course I just fuck everyone because everyone wants to fuck me and has wanted to fuck me right. my entire life. Yeah. So it's not even a special, it's not a novelty. It's just, this is, I'm just, 
on autopilot because this is what I do. Well, and that's the, I think the interesting part of it too, and like, and I guess this is ultimately why I'm like watching the show is because it's like these fucking aliens that I that I don't yeah. know anything about. I have no idea what it's like to be an attractive bartender that has a model as a boyfriend who's just always hitting. It's actually funny when I, me too, I am obsessed by this idea. And again, neither one, we're not ugly by any stretch. No, I don't think so. But we're like not, I, because it's so difficult to talk about this because then people want to go, oh my God, but you're so great. No, no, no. I have perfectly fine self-esteem. I'm also not a model. Like I know I'm not, we didn't grow up hot. It's very different. If you're like a hot girl in high school, like your whole life is different. If you're, if you don't recognize that anyone listening, you're an idiot. Like, sorry. So. I'm so fascinated by the lives of people who were just always hot. And yeah. Who, like, were hot in high school, hot in college, hot adults, like, just hot. And there, w- when I went to Seattle with our friend Mary, we went to this one bar, and the bartender was just, like, a cartoon hot guy. I mean, he was so hot that it was just, like, I was rolling my eyes because I'm like, that you, it's just ridiculous how hot you are. And so I did ask him, because I'm just so curious about their lives. And I genuinely, I went, look, I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not hitting on you. It's going to sound like I'm giving you a line. I'm not, I'm only curious. I was like, how much do you get hit on? Do you get hit on like every single night yeah. relentlessly? And he laughed because I was so obviously like, I promise I'm not hitting on you. I'm just asking you about your life. And he did. He like sat next to me and was like, oh yeah, it's really, I mean, he was so, he was self-aware. He was just like, yeah, I do all the time. And I was like, is it annoying or like, are you cool with it? Do you go home with women? Like, what's your deal? Like, I was basically interviewing him (laughs) because I was like, you're so attractive that it's I'm so how do people even talk to you? I would think they wouldn't even be able to. Right. And he was laughing. And I'm like, I swear I'm not hitting on you. I swear I'm not hitting on you. And he goes, he was saying he goes more often than you would think he's like the worst thing that happens is that women he was like there will be women that'll come to the bar and they like won't even talk to him all night like they'll order drinks but they're not like flirting or hitting on him yeah and he says at the end of the night when he's closing up that they will literally just be like oh well you're gonna go home with me now right what like they just sit there until the end of the night and they just say something to his face very matter-of-factly like you're going to go home and fuck me now. What? Like, let's go home. And he is just always like, what? You didn't talk to me one time all night. Like, no, of course I'm not. Yeah. It was That's so crazy. I've never done that never. one day of my life. Neither have I. And even the fact that the women do it without even any ramp up, it's like, at least talk to him throughout the night. And he's like, oh no, it's been like the weirdest, creepiest thing where a woman will just sit and stare at me all night. And then when I'm closing up, go, all right, I guess you're going to go home with me now and him just going, that is, no, I'm not. That is wild. Yeah. I could, I can't even imagine doing that because honestly, like to me, it just like, <clears throat> you know how they say, like we all develop different school skills to cope with our lives, yeah, you know, totally. as children. And like, for me, I was like such a fucking tomboy, yes. such a fucking, like I was just a giant music movie totally. book person. Also, guess what? We wouldn't be these funny-ass motherfuckers if we were <laughs> hot. Like, we wouldn't be. I mean, very true. Very true. But that's what I'm saying is that I just don't – it's like a world that I don't get. Yeah. And like, but the thing that's interesting about it is that they're all in their 30s. It's not as if they're, like, 22. Yeah. So there's this part of me that's like, oh, but they can still – Yeah, if they you look still, like that, you could just fuck until you can't anymore. Until you can't. And it's like they're just still, like, you know, models – having sex with other models and i'm kind of like that's so weird wow and there you know i gotta be honest i mean there's a couple women on the show so the other tom the dark-haired tom his girlfriend or whatever 
is this woman, Ariana, who I think is actually great. There's this part of me that secretly, speaking of Garth Brooks, I'm like, yo, Ariana should be in a Riot Girl band. She's fucking cool. Like, she's she doesn't want to be married. Speaking of Garth Brooks. She doesn't want to be married. She doesn't want to have kids. She's like a cool chick, you know? Right. So I'm kind of like, she's cool. And like, she, is she our age as well? <clears throat> Maybe. I mean, she's a little younger, I think. Honestly, I think the girls are a little younger. Like, I think they're in their early to mid-30s, whereas, like, obviously one of the guys is our age almost exactly. But, like, there's a couple of girls on the show that are very, very attractive, but they seem kind of cool, and maybe right. I'm projecting. But that's what I'm saying is that, like, to me, I feel like it's still a universe that I don't know. Even though the, they're very cool, they she seems cool, she's still, like, the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen. Right. And, like, she would walk into a fucking room and be like, and everybody would be like, Bleh? right. You know? So right. I'm like, I don't know. It's just, a, it's a fascinating world. I, I, it's like, I don't know why I'm watching this show. I, but I will stand for the Toms. Well, I, I will. Love those I toms. get it from, I find the lot. I will say in real life, when I see people, I get being fascinated by the lives of like hyper attractive people. Just in the way it gets, it's like a National Geographic thing where I'm like watching animals in the wild going, what is their life like? Right. So I get it. It is interesting from that perspective. Yeah. And like, honestly, all they do is drink. None of them go to like, I don't none of the show is ever like somebody's reading a book on their break. <laughs> somebody's somebody's no one's reading, reading Shakespeare. No one's reading Shakespeare on their break. Yeah. No one is even like having a moment where they seem to be intelligent. Like, they're like, no one's, like, going to a play or a museum. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. yeah, everybody on that show is essentially going, they're drinking themselves to death at the bar that they work at. That's right. basically the thing that they're and doing. And then boning each other. And boning each other. And then they, they always go on vacation, because you know how reality shows love to send people on they vacation. Like, yeah, totally. So they all go to Mexico, or they go to Miami, and they're doing all this shit, and they're all just like, like, hey, how are you doing that on your waiter salary? I know. And then you look at the hotel rooms, and there's like, like, like seventy five bottles of like Jack Daniels and fucking Svedka and all this like yeah. shitty like you're like and they're all doing like mixed drinks in their hotel rooms. Yes, it's like wow, this fucking world, man, is so crazy. Like I don't even know anything about them at all. I was like, does anyone? But how long? What's the end game? Like, how long do you think that they? Because it's like you can't retire from that. Well, that's what I think that they're trying so hard to do now is that they're probably all trying to get on as many fucking, like, bar appearances as they can. Right. Because it's like... Do you think they have 401ks? <laughs> Girl, hell fucking no. None of them's got investing. There's no investments going on. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe one of their dads works for Morgan Stanley, and they're like, let's uh, talk about your financial future. But, like, what is the end of that sort of... You know, it can't run forever. It's not going to be like Cheers or Seinfeld. Like, that show is going to wrap up, and then what do they do? They just, I guess, are they models like runway models? Like, do they have modeling money? Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, honestly, I don't know. worry about their futures. They they honestly, they got to do something outrageous enough to get them another spinoff. So, like, maybe one of them can spin off, and then they just continue to spin off until they're 90. <laughs> geriatric pumping keep pumping <laughs> they're like pumping <laughs> the old folks home 
<laughs> What's going to happen is you're going to see all the characters in their walkers and wheelchairs making screwdrivers <laughs> at their old folks' home being like, wait, did she say that I cheated on her? I didn't cheat on her. Is that your old guy voice? My teeth. My I haven't brushed my teeth in 50 songs. Oh Millie figured out. Millie figured out. <laughs> Millie's dog, Sophie, is about to turn 56 in dog <laughs> years. And tonight she went, you haven't brushed your teeth in 56 years. <laughs> By LA standards, 56 is like 200 years old. She's not brushed her teeth one time in 56 years. <laughs> Sophie, you're disgusting. I haven't brushed my teeth once since working at Pump. It's been 56 years. Well, that was we had a good talk about reality TV and <laughs> growing up attractive and how that makes you an alien that I'll never relate to. If you're like a secret Pump head that I don't know about, I don't know. I know like one or two people that have watched the show. They really call themselves Pump heads. I don't know if they call themselves puppets. I don't know what... This is a new world to me, excuse me. I don't really know what's going on here. All I did was pay two ninety nine for a Secrets Revealed show. Yeah, that's, you're in so deep. But if you... If you <laughs> two ninety nine plus the podcast, if, you're in if you, deep. If, either, if anybody out there is a Secret Vanderpump Rules watcher or has seen the show, let me know so I don't feel like a fucking moron. Yeah, dude, email us, aprilandmillie at gmail.com. Also, if you, have, if you can book the Toms... If you can help us book the Toms, April and Millie, April, A-N-D-M-I-L-L-I-E at gmail.com. Do you think the Toms would ask for an outrageous fee to be on this podcast? I bet they would. I mean, they have to because they, again, diverse, diversifying their investments. <laughs> I bet they don't do anything for free. If they get paid to go to bars, they're going to be like, pay us to come to your apartment. I was like, I don't know. There's books in here. You may not want to come in. Yeah, you you won't know what to do. <laughs> All right. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash April Richardson, but it goes to both of us. Um, Can I entice you? Yes. Let me entice you. If you're not currently a Patreon subscriber, we have special episodes on there that we don't share with anybody else except for the Patreon subscribers. We And we just did an update to the food episode. Yes. Where we basically read a lot of letters from people so if that doesn't entice you yeah that's we got extra bonus apps for patreon subscribers um our merch is sortedmerch.com get your i heart to fart shirts there sortedpodcast.com is where we always put up the episodes aprilrichardson.com has my tour dates i am leaving in two days to go on tour so when this goes up I will be on tour. Please come see me. Catch your rising star. I will be gone for two months, so we are or we're gonna not have an episode for a bit. Yeah, guess not. After this one, we may not have one for a while. But then, um, if you're in Atlanta or Atlanta adjacent, come to our show at the Highland Ballroom. Highland Ballroom, July twenty third. Again, AprilRichardson.com has the ticket link. Also, iTunes. Leave us nice iTunes reviews if you like it. That helps. We if have an you Instagram. Don't like it, carry on with your day. <laughs> Feel free to not comment if you yeah. don't like it. Yeah. Because who cares? You know. Um. Yeah, I get back at the end of August, and then we'll pick back up with the Eps. And we have an Instagram too. Yes. Um, 
what is it? It's sorted podcast, right? Yeah. But we might do a thing when we're in Atlanta where we might go on a little mini Atlanta food tour. We might put it on the gram. Yeah, we might. I'm definitely going to go to Steak and Shake and get a milkshake. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sort of podcast. That's the Instagram. Yeah. Sorry. Um, what is that good? Are we good? Are you good is the question. I'm good. You good? I'm okay. Saw the details fall away. Saw the details fall away.